Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's James Farley. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. My name is James. Thank you, Emma. And it's great to see you. Now, normally I would start by just reading this passage and then saying a few words about it. But the passage today is quite long. So if I was going to read all of it, I'd use virtually all my time on reading the passage for no chance to actually talk about it. But I, so I'm going to just focus on certain parts of this passage. But I would encourage you to read it all. Matthew 23, verse 13, all the way to the end. Um, and you may have read it before, but it may be a part of the Bible. And particular, some of the words of Jesus you might never have read. So I'm going to warn you before you start, it's quite shocking. The subtitle of this section is The Seven Woes on the Teachers of the Law and the Pharisees. And I'll just sort of sum up what it's about. Seven times Jesus does indeed say, woe to you. And usually, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees. Jesus is going in hard. He's not holding anything back. And I was going to have one word that's going to describe Jesus' attitude here, and that is angry. And in case you think that might be a bit much, Jesus couldn't possibly be like that. Well, here are a couple of examples of what Jesus said. He starts off this passage with, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those who are trying to. Another one is, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You travel over land and sea to win a single convert, and when you have succeeded, you make them twice as much a child of hell as you are. Now, if that's not angry, I don't know what is. But I wonder, how do you respond to Jesus being angry. Is that what you imagine Jesus to be like? We may have moved on from our Sunday school image of Jesus being meek and mild, but but still, this is this is something else. I mean, here's another example of what Jesus is saying here. You snakes, you brood of vipers, how will you escape being condemned to hell? And this seems to be another example where, as Tim said on Sunday, we might be asking the question, how can Jesus say this? That's not very Jesus-like. I think Jesus needs to ask himself the question, what would Jesus do? Surely Jesus would be loving and affirming, not be exclusive, judgmental and critical. But that seems to be exactly what Jesus is doing here. So why? Why is Jesus getting so angry here? Well, I think the main charge Jesus is making against these people is, is against hypocrisy. And this is the word that comes up throughout this passage. He hates hypocrisy. And there's one particular criticism that almost kind of sums up this whole passage. And it's this one in verse 27, 28. It says, Woe to you, teach to the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You are like whitewashed tombs which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of the bones of the dead and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Jesus hates hypocrisy. He hates it when people say one thing and do another. When we appear to people as righteous, but on the inside are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. In particular, he hates the hypocrisy of the leaders of God's people. And we have to remember Jesus is speaking to people with all the prestige, all the power. People look up to these people to know what God is like. Jesus actually affirms the importance of actually obeying these people because of the position they hold. And we see that right at the start of the chapters we saw yesterday. Jesus, um, it says here, teach the law and Pharisees, this is Jesus speaking, they sit in Moses' seat. So you must be careful to do everything they tell you, but do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. And that sets the tone for the rest of this chapter. These people are speaking God's words. They're in Moses' seat. So it's absolutely vital 
through everything that they tell you. But make sure you don't do what they do. That's what Jesus is saying. Don't follow their example, their way of life. I think we can begin to see why Jesus is so angry about this. These people are misusing the name of God. They're abusing their position of power. They're leading people astray. In fact, these people are leading others to hell. That's how serious this is. So what is Jesus' response to this? What does he do? Well, his response is one of love. Such love, he has to speak out. He can't stay silent. And at times when you're reading this chapter, there seems to be no hope in what Jesus is saying. You see, people seem to be lost, seem to be hopeless. But that is until you get to the end of the chapter. And when Jesus says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those who sent you, stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you are not willing. And you can see the heart of Jesus in these words. He is longing to bring these people back to himself, even people who have strayed so far from their purpose and mission. Jesus has not given up on them. He wants to gather them to himself. And there's the only way to get through to them, to speak to their heart, is to speak words that seem to us as being harsh. But we see here right at the end that these words are not spoken out of hatred, but out of love, deep love. He just longs for his people to return to him. He reached out his arms to his people and yet they were not willing. So my question for you today as we finish is, are you willing to turn to Jesus? It's a question for us all. Are we willing to receive him afresh into our lives? Are we prepared for him to change our expectations of who he is? And are you willing? That's the question to leave us on. Well, let's pray now to finish. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you love us so much, that you speak the truth deep into our hearts. And we pray that we would open up our hearts to you. We pray that we would turn back to you now and receive you afresh into our lives. Amen. I'm going to hand over to Emma now to lead us in prayer. Today, James spoke to us from Matthew 23, verses 13 to 37. James talked to us about Jesus' anger for those who are hypocritical in their faiths, saying one thing and then doing another. But we learnt that Jesus' harsh words were spoken not out of hatred, but out of a deep love and longing to gather his people back to him. The prayer points that uh, James wanted us to pray over was that we would have soft hearts to receive Jesus' rebuke for when our words and our actions have not lined up and that we would turn to Jesus and receive him afresh into our lives and that we would allow Jesus to change our expectations of who he is.